Hi, and welcome to And Just Like What? Sex in the City Rewind. Where Sex in the City superfans tell the truth and nothing but the truth about the show that made us who we are today. And let me say, who I am today is Ricky Zashley. I'm your co-host. <laughs> and I'm Meredith Bailey, your other co-host. And we are so happy to be here with you. Every time we do this, it makes a, it brings us our serotonin levels, you know, get boosted a little bit. We we're so happy. We talk really fast to each other and hopefully you can decipher what we're saying. It's just pure joy, let me tell you. Do- do we talk really quickly? I think we do. Sometimes when I listen back, I think that it's on a 1.2 speed and it's just us talking. Because we're so, so we're, we're so, so jazzed. Jazzed up about sex in the city. And my favorite thing about that oh, well, I mean, speak for yourself. My favorite thing about the rewatch is remembering who I was as a person when I first oh, saw the episode, especially watching this one. You know, my 18-year-old self being like, You go, girl, to Carrie. Yeah. And now I'm like, you're psychotic you go stalk that man you go um give him an ultimatum just before he has a ten thousand dollar trip book you go do all that because you are worth it you know what you are a princess you are yeah exactly and it's and what do you think now now i'm like go on the fucking trip, Carrie. Well, go on the fucking trip, Carrie. And also, why is it okay for Samantha to ask for what she wants and like bemoan the fact that her partner doesn't have a big enough dick and she's entitled to ask for that? But when Big very clearly says, going to church is something I do with my mom. It's a special private thing. And also, I'm not in a place where I'm ready to like move to the next level yet. Again, and Carrie can't respect that? Being 100% honest. Okay. 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 okay, 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 okay. So we are talking about Oh Come All Ye Faithful. It's the season closer. It's the finale of season one. And it's kind of the first of the good parts. Uh, it's, first, it's the first good episode of Sex and the City, I think. Of season one? Yeah. So it falls into it's 55th out of 93. That's the highest ranking so far. I'm I'm pretty sure that we've had. I think so. I think it is like we've been firmly in like the 80s and 90 range, like in maybe 170. Um, you know, like I I don't think anything's ranked higher. So so the one that that ranks higher is the uh, pilot episode. Oh, okay. That's just by fair. one, just by one. So, O Come All You Faithful is 55th on the yeah. Vulture Definitive Ranking of Sex in the City, which is our Bible. Guru. And then the original, the pilot episode, it ranks one higher at 54th, which honestly yeah. I agree with. Mm-hmm. There's so I many agree. things about that pilot episode that, that I, I really love. I think that pilot hit it out of the park um, for a pilot, and especially in this universe, like it did a lot of good things for the show. So, well, the thing that I like about this episode is what it continues to do well. And that's the consistent theme. It's clever. This idea of faith, like mm-hmm. what do we put our faith in? Um, what do we believe in things yep. that can't be, that aren't, can't be held on to in like a, the physical real world. Mm-hmm. Like what, what matters most to us? And you're and, right. Well, that's true. And then like, yes, you're right. They are starting to really formalize their how they deal with concepts and a theme in their episodes and i really love it i really love how they explore something like 
faith as an issue and faith when it comes to sex and love and yep. faith when faith it in yourself, to, belief in yourself, in um, yourself or in someone else or, um, you know, all those types of things or even even spiritual faith, because they brought that up um, in a few different contexts here. They asked, you know, are you this? Are you that? Are you this? Are you this? So and these are things that make these characters more wholesome to me. The the religious wholesome, faith? wholesome, not wholesome, wholesome, oh. not wholesome. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm really I've watched all every episode of this show, and I really am looking for their wholesome qualities. Disappointed so far. It's they're not really wholesome. They're not. They're not. Fools. I would say good people. It also, I mean, it kind of reinforces like how incredibly judgmental Miranda is. Um, yeah, they're like, there's lots of, there's this, this episode is, is a great, I think, season closer. Yes. And I understand why dramatically they had to end it the way they did. Yes. But so unsatisfying. It's so unsatisfying. And I wonder if, if, that, if at that point, if they knew they were going to be renewed or not. Oh, I wonder, because they could have just left it in the ether. They could have just floated into the, you know, one season wonders of yep. HBO because history. It's, it's wrapped up pretty well, right? Because it Carrie is. says, um, I, I'm like realizing that I have like faith in myself that mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for someone who thinks I'm the one, which is like, Ugh. I know. Give me a break. Um, who is the best person? Who is the best, like kindest, best person in this group? I think Sam. I agree. I just, I think Sam is too. I think she's actually... When you look at her, the her behavior across all of the seasons, and if it, like just thinking about if someone is judgmental or not, she is the most accommodating, mm-hmm. um, clear in her own boundaries, and also takes care of her friends. Generous, yeah, she is I, generous I think, in I a think different she way. Is. Yeah, she is. And, but also, you know, Charlotte has that element too, where Charlotte gets like the shit stick a lot because she is. I know, but. Loop- but, I, but like, she's a good friend. She she's is a good, a good friend, friend no? but don't you think, like, again, here when Charlotte is like, what church does he go to? It really matters for status. I wonder if Charlotte is a, only a good friend to be perceived as a good friend. And that's what an Upper East Side woman is to her friends. She shows up and she, like, brings muffins. I don't know. Like, is she really? Or her motive? But Sam, you really, Samantha, you really believe her motivation you really believe that she's doing that from her heart um and also i feel like samantha is like a a force of nature like the amount of energy she has you know it's just like so much to give like a lot to give although kim cuchell's acting in this episode so i think kim cuchell was nominated for five you don't think it's good i think she is so Funny in this the scene where she is in the bathroom stall crying about how small his the uh, J, his dick is James's dick is was one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so over the top. I mean, it's like parody. But I think she was nominated five times. I think she was. Yeah, that could be. And she won. So at she least she once. received five no. Emmy Award nominations for her role as Sam, and then four Golden Globe Awards. And she won in two thousand and two for Best Supporting. Did she win a Golden Globe as well? She she never won an Emmy, but she won a Golden Globe. Oh, she won the Golden Globe, but not the yep. Emmy. Ugh, yeah, she deserved an Emmy. 
Okay, yeah. do you have a do you have the synopsis from IMDb? Yes, I do. I so hope this it's aired one of the bad August twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. Yes, August twenty third. Oh, come 23rd, all you so. faithful. Hot. Miranda dates rising playwright Thomas John Anderson, whose only flaw is he needs to shower immediately after sex, which he blames on nun teachers. <laughs> her uttering sex is not sinful gets her thrown out forever. Carrie observes churches draw classy dressers, as her Mr. Big, an atheist who takes his Presbyterian mother every Sunday and won't invite Carrie along. Samantha I can't starts, wait to hear startles. What this- Telling she's in love with jazz-loving lawyer James without having had sex. When they finally do, she can't even feel his tiny cock. She's <gasps> shattered and hates herself for it. Charlotte consults psychic card layer Noni Stein, who sees no marriage for her. So she tries Sant- Santeria, where she's told that's curable for 300 bucks. When Carrie spies on them with Miranda, Big is not amused. She's desperate that he introduces her as just a friend. Stanford invites everyone, even Skipper, to the gay disco club presentation of the new fragrance Fallen Angel and his boyfriend, Alan, the bottle designer. Carrie expresses her doubts when Big comes picks her up for a holiday trip couple canceled. Whoa. Again, scrambled my mind. I don't think I have any clear thoughts about this show now. Um, I will have to say that Alan, when they cut away to that bottle that he designed... I laughed so hard because it is legitimately like a two liter jug of perfume. Did you notice that? We'll have to post that. It's, it's like the a two biggest... liter sports drink. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like a rehydration drink after your kid has had diarrhea. I'm like, was this the prototype? <laughs> this couldn't. Yeah, exactly. It's like a massive neti pot. <laughs> okay, so yes, we have the in the opening we have. Um, Carrie talking about uh, recounting the tale of Miranda, who um, is dating this playwright. And everything's going well. They're having really great sex. She seems to really love him. But he he goes and showers immediately after um, they have sex every single time. Yeah. And it pisses I mean, he's her also, he gets very sweaty. So. Yeah. Like he, he should, he should be showering for so many reasons. And if one of them is that it makes him feel. Like, if he has something wrong with his, like, how he thinks about sex and how that makes him feel post-sex, how much is it Miranda's problem or, like, business? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yes. Like, why, like, why is, is it pissing personal? her off like this? Yeah. Completely good point. And also, if we're going to talk about this convention of people cleaning up after sex, then Miranda should actually, like, if we're going to talk about it, I go pee. Miranda should be going to the bathroom. Go I mean, pee, I'm Miranda. assuming they're using a condom, but it's not really brought up. But if they're not, she should be getting out of bed and shaking that spunk out of her while she pees so she doesn't get a bladder infection. Interesting. I When I was seeing them have this sex and like he they put such a wide lens on him like on his head uh bouncing into the camera it's just so prescient um i was picturing no condom and that's part of the reason why like he wanted to shower i don't know well, that's why it immediately made me think of it's like if we're going to talk about it's just one of those things where they never some shows talk about it i think they have in girls before but it's always frustrating for me because i'm like Women go. need to know. Go well, pee before and after. Clean. Pee before but, and like, after. Men should pee. Be, I'm sure. I'm sorry, but men should be as well. Let me tell just you. Just to clean the pipes. Clean the pipes out. Yeah, I agree. Anyways, so the nuns. So he said the nuns told him. <laughs> the nuns um, told him that sex was a sin. He's um, so he's Catholic guy. Yeah. And it just 
makes her so irate to no end. Um, eventually she confronts him in bed and is like, you know, it's okay. Like she tries to tell him that sex is not sinful and it shouldn't make him shameful. But he over he overreacts in a way that is truly terrifying. So <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of understand where he's coming from a little not bit. A little because bit. Exactly but it was like, the point that you made. It's like, is this really Miranda's business? Is it no, harming her in any way? No, and and the thing is, if you know that your partner has it feels shame after sex, why would you tell him right after sex that he should be shameful about that too? It's yeah, it just kind of doubles whammy. down on the fact. She's like, yeah, Miranda, like that's a vulnerable moment for him. Yeah. It's, so I don't. I mean, yeah. it's funny. It's fine. Well, it's funny. It's fine. Whatever. But he, it's just so uncaring. Like I. It's just such an uncaring scene. Like they don't care about each other at all. Um, she calls him on his, you know, his guilt, and there's lots to unpack there. Like, holy shit. Like, as he's going to the shower, it's not the right time to bring it up. But then he tells her to that he she should leave the um the house before he's back from that shower. And I'm like, oh, that's such an or what? Or what? And it's also another kind of wide scene of him standing there, and it's like I wonder what if they put like a little bag over his penis. Like, how do they film it? Because it looks like he's because you can it looks see like his like dick would have just been like pubis. waving. I know, and I'm like, also, I was I was kind of writing. I'm like, good riddance. He doesn't seem I, honestly like uh, he seems like a full on piece of shit. Actually, if you <laughs> ask me, he's got deeply seated religion issues, sex issues. He's yelling at her, tells her to leave, and he's not even that hot. So. Fair. He's bye, out. Bye. So anyway, okay, wait. So then we cut to Miranda and Carrie walking and eating some sort of, what are they, like what a, do you think Like an eating? icy, like a snow an cone? An icy or something? And it always I looks so good. I love these summer scenes. I love it. it you know, uh, flash forward to when they're eating. Remember when Carrie bakes a pie, but then she just goes back to Manhattan and they have McDonald's pies? Yes. And they're calling a cab. That's one of my favorite scenes of any show of all time because I remember that feeling I used to go to camp when I was a kid and I would cry for 24 hours a day I hated camp so much I hated it and the moment I would always get my parents to come back and pick me up like I just hated being in the country I felt wrong when I when I would come back into the uh, the city I would feel like I was walking on air I would go to like 7-eleven and get like a slurpee I'm like you know what I mean? Suckers. Like, anyway, that's how I felt. So anyway, they're walking along. And I have to say, I have to point out, I have to give kudos to Carrie's outfit here. Because let me tell you, we're talking about time and place of where we were when these episodes were being shown. I was living in Toronto. Mm. And I worked at the big Club Monaco on Bloor Street. It's a fancy Club Monaco. And like, it, it Bloor Street's like where the Chanel is and the Gucci and everything. And Club Monaco's like what you buy to supplement your 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 luxury fashions, right? You know what I mean? Like a pair yeah. of pants here or sweater there for those people. This outfit could be Club Monaco. I, I remember these pants. It's like mm-hmm. a trouser capri with, and the, every year they would have like a color, you know, like it would be like this pink, I'm sure was the color that year. I have to do some research, but I think it's a Club Monaco outfit. And it made me feel so nostalgic because... It was truly chic. That look was very chic at that time. It was very like what girls were wearing. Oh, Carrie has a Carrie has some great looks in this she, episode. 
this is yeah. the be- this is the start of really good styling, in my opinion. Pen ultimate of the season, dare I say. Oh, so, definitely. So this is a cigarette pen. No. This is this is a capri pen with a cigarette cut. So um I'm like, this is a capri pen <laughs> with a cigarette cut. <laughs> so um, you're dead wrong. A cigarette but- pen should go to the ankle. This went to just above the ankle. This is more like the bottom of the calf. Okay, patat potatoes. So this this is so unfair because SJP's body, oh my she probably has like I remember bu- trying to buy a pair of these from Gap cuz Gap was is like Gap a low the, rent club Monaco. Well, I think Miranda was wearing Gap. I'll just Yeah, Miranda may have been wearing Gap. Yeah. And I think I had a pair in like like Dusty Rose. Ugh. Um, so but good. they did not fit because I feel like SJP's waist is like a 23 inch waist. It's and so the way these wild. are cut is like most normal female bodies cannot wear this look. Do you actually remember when she was the creative director of Gap for a few seasons and she yes, put out the whole thing? Yeah. I wonder, yeah. If, I wonder if you tried to buy her capris. Maybe. It could have been I mean, because I, that was a I whole can, look I with know, the brooches and. I'm I'm lucky. I have the I'm privileged that I can buy clothes off the rack. So I'm not saying in any way that but I'm just saying it adds that extra layer to be like, yeah. you see this, and it's like this is actually an unattainable. Like this is <laughs> most I, women's bodies don't look like this. No, and I'm not poo pooing SJB's body. She's beautiful. No, That's but, her body. It's her body. But when you see it as like an 18-year-old, you know, it's like oof. Well, when I when I see that outfit is like very hard to make look high end and with it's supposed to hang on a rack it's supposed to look very good on a hanger and yeah. i can tell you from working at club onco when anyone would try on these clothes they'd be so sorely disappointed i'm just saying it's just oh, how it was i mean i was one of them <laughs> and now though do you not find if you were to go into like aritzia and all these places they're cut for normal bodies and you look really good trying on like the new kind of dress. More so. More way so. more so. More so yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Way more so. It's not like um, based on a size zero that's just scaled up based on inches. Yeah. Like there's stores that are actively doing that, which is yeah. amazing. Like for um, just, you know, like a size eight or, or something like that. Yeah. It looks good. Okay. Um, okay. So there's so many great summer scenes in this. The summer scene where well, Carrie is out on a Sunday morning with her coffee you, cup in with, hand. With the Starbucks, which also was so chic back then. Like now oh, yeah. it's whatever, but oh my God, you noticed, right? So she's wearing track pants and sneakers, which I love. I and I love. feel like this scene where she's standing on the street corner watching and accidentally runs into Big. It's I could like smell this street. You could smell the street. You you know it's going to be a hot day. It's just getting there. It's... Still it smells like garbage. Morning. It's garbage, <laughs> but, like, but it's like there's a park nearby sewer, and fresh flowers, yes. car exhaust, maybe like bread from a bakery, like like the kind of asphalt, warm asphalt smell. Like you could just smell New York in the summer. Could you? Again, yes, I could. But I was again looking at this outfit because it's athleisure before athleisure was cool. Mm. It looks so right now. Like that's what you would just wear. Yeah. No. Yes, I could. I could. And 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 here she is pondering, you know, religion and faith in New York City. Like, um, what is our faith and um, is our relationships the new religion uh, in New York? And she's she goes to observe people exiting a, a, a church and she sees Mr. Big. 
in his armada. Yeah. She sees Mr. Bacon kind of has a nice exchange, although there's a few things about this that I thought were so weird. Like, they've spent how many Saturday nights together and she never thought oh, to wonder. Oh, there's never any of, I know. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing today? Like, that has never come up in all the months they've been dating. Don't you think that, that yes, like, Carrie actually has never asked anyone what they do when she doesn't see them? <laughs> it's like they just they just all just go to sleep yeah like, like that's it's, they're just like exactly like it's just like a a movie that like in the pauses. sims your avatar is just like sitting at the table yeah exactly it's just like on a loop <laughs> on a loop like of waiting for carrie to come back oh hi yeah. you know yeah yeah i i kind of feel like that might be the case for her so um now, okay, wait, but then again, the other thing, I love the daytime scenes in New York. I love the outdoor spring scenes and summer scenes, but I also just can't get over the gals all together having a drink scene because I have yeah. not done this for like three years with people and it just mm-hmm. looks so enticing. And I never even liked it before. Like I never liked being out at 10, 10 p.m. having drinks with someone like that was never my scene, but I want it now. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I yes, 100%. Like I will go and I'll like I'll like change out of my Lululemons. I'll put jeans on. Maybe put some mascara on. Something constricting to the leg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, not a cigarette pant cuz those don't fit. Um so meanwhile, the whitest jazz club that has ever existed. Well, known yes. to man, and I say man because it's that type well, of Well, because white. yes. Right. So Samantha comes into this cocktail scenario and says, I'm in love. Yeah. And they retell the story. So tell set the t- set the scene here. So first of all, Samantha's wearing a sweater set. She always is in a jazz club in in this um in this series. So and oh yes. So she's listening to some jazz. She's wearing a Northern Reflections sweater set. <laughs> um it actually has like a sequined um endangered mallard on the back. <laughs> Um, she's got she's, a white turtleneck coming up out of it. <laughs> she's um this is like this is like if I mean most history, let's be honest, but if like there's been no other influences to jazz other than like high school midwestern jazz teachers. <laughs> if like if midwestern high school music teachers created jazz, this is would be the This next is where it. yes, this is where they all trained. Yeah. This, and then they disperse to Midwest to teach it. It's like to, if to Jehovah's Witnesses it. created jazz. Yes, it's like the Mormon <laughs> jazz scene. Yeah. So it's like shockingly white. And like Samantha watches a set and then like puts her hands together and does like a like a hurrah kind of. It's so embarrassing. Oh. <gasps> then she meets James, who is like this blandly like, generic. Unbelievable. Like I can't even remember what he looks like. No. Is he's like he's like the human equivalent of a th- if you put features on a thumb. No, he is a Ken doll, and the nub melted down. Oh, three inches. Kendalls don't have nubs. Well, so it would actually be a bonus. It's like a Ken doll with like a with like a, a his underwear got oddly cricked, so he's yeah, like a tiny exactly. little poke, a little poke out of that. And a they have this pubis again, very cringy. I, I just find Kim Cattrall's acting in this scene. I it's it's, it's all just pantomime acting it's pantomime yeah it's like beat face beat face yeah beat face but she really I love I think it's so funny you were talking about her as a physical actress and this would be a good example of it I don't know 
I mean, it's not, the I just find the tone. I find the tone so weird. And like her stuff afterwards about when, when, um, I think the line is where Charlotte's like, um, is he a good kisser? And Sam says, who the fuck cares? His dick is like a gherkin. <laughs> she <laughs> really has funny line. good lines in this. Okay. So, but okay. So. They find love and she recounts this thing and they're like, okay, really? Yeah, they're a bit skeptical. They're a bit skeptical. And I just, I, I'm sorry. I think we were apologizing for Charlotte, but she's appearing to be the worst to me. She is so jealous that yeah. someone such as a slutty Samantha should find a man to fall in love with before her that she is, she goes to a, a tarot card reader. Yeah. And even this tarot card reader is like, no, not happening for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love this tarot card reader. I like love her I would too. just I'd want to hang out with her. Her name is Noni. I know She's, Noni is great. She goes to Kabbalah, the same with Kabbalah Madonna. class as Madonna. And I love the line where she's like, Well, what about my feelings? Yeah. And she's like, I'm a psychic, not a shrink. Like, yeah. get out of get the fuck out of my brownstone. <laughs> Which sounds very luxe for a tarot card reader. So I'm not too sure how that came about. Well, she's friends with Madonna. I think yeah. that she's she, She's tarot to the stars. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually just recently got a new tarot deck for my birthday because I used to read tarot. Oh, really? Yeah, in my early 20s. I actually used to go to like film parties and read tarot for like up and coming actors. Oh my it was gosh. so intense. What, yeah. a good, I, what a great thing. Yeah, so I did that. Um, so I just got a new deck and I love them. That's why I love Noni. I'm like, yeah, I love this, this type of like. deck was so nice. This is the yeah, most beautiful deck of tarot. Like it was so chic. So Charlotte's losing her mind and just like wandering around, just the going to city. anywhere she can to to get confirmation. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, we don't. Do we? Do we care? Oh no, not at all. Not at all about Charlotte's journey on this one. Not but, at all. Not at all. But but we have Carrie and Mister Big. Um, they're eating pasta again. Um, again. I think it's the only thing Big actually can cook. I guess. I guess so. It's and, spaghetti and. She kind of brings up this whole mother thing, right? And and as you were saying before, right? Like she, he was just being really honest with her. He says he says it's something a private special thing that he does with his mom on Sundays. End of story. You don't have to come now and dress so wild and and spy on us and check up on me and like what is this? jealousy or what's happening here i i just don't get it she's so insecure like it's it would freak so me out so much if like i very very clearly stated a boundary to someone and then they did the exact opposite like it would really freak me out and so she carrie shows up at the church after a big explicitly says you know this is something that i that i do with my mom it's like a private yeah. thing um and so she shows up she looks real cute, though. She's this, like, really cute white. Yeah. Um, well, white like striped, striped uh, kind of cock. It was like a day dress, kind of? Yeah, it's or like no, a day like dress. A Easter dress or something with a little bow and her hat. But you know who doesn't look cute? <laughs> Miranda. Oh, my oh. God. Oof. Oh, my God. I can't even. Usually I'm really good at, like, thinking of a pop culture equivalent to someone's look. And I'm totally stumped. I can't think of J- Julia Child at church. I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think. 
who it would is dress interesting like this. seeing though this Eleanor episode, Roosevelt, but, but not an Eleanor Roosevelt who we respect. Like kind of like Eleanor Roosevelt's, like the stand-in for her life or something. I don't know. So. It is interesting to see the amount of gloves and hats that that you wear in this episode. Because remember, we talked about this in in Just Like That. But we're like, where did all these hats come from? Hats, the hats always existed. I've been proven wrong. Um, There's a lot of hats and a lot lot of of gloves worn. Yes. So Carrie and Miranda go to church. Oh, it's so awkward. It's so cringy because what were they thinking? Like what it's were so they thinking? There's like also there's only like 150 to 200 people in that whole church. The chances of you being seen by your boyfriend and his mom are very high. So are very high. Very and then she high. drops the Bible. And and they're also like they're praying. We're out. What were you think? What did you think happened at this church? <laughs> So, yeah. Um, yeah, she drops her Bible, which, why did she have a Bible, by the way? Why is she sitting in the front? Right, anyways, there's so it's many elements so to many this. so many questions, so many questions. In retrospect, are very cringy. So, um, so Big comes out, meets her afterwards, and he's actually pretty generous with her, which yes. I would be like, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. But he's like, are you the young lady who caused all that ruckus? Like, he's pretty sweet to her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he tells his mom that this is his friend, Carrie. Which is the truth. But the thing that sets Carrie off is that the mom doesn't, it doesn't spark any recognition in Big's mom's mind. Like, he hasn't talked about her. He doesn't talk about Carrie to his family or someone important to him. And she just, you can see her head, like, she could just see it change. Something clicks, you know, and she can't get over it. She has, like, this now loop in her mind that he doesn't care about her and she's not the one. You know, if she was the one, if she was the one, he would tell people. If she was the one, he would invite her to church. If, you know, all these things. Um, Yeah. And he is very honest again. And he said, I have to do, I have to do this on my own time frame. Yeah. And when I'm, when I tell you, it'll be what I mean. And I will believe it and you will believe it too. And that's me. He said, you just have to have a little faith, which is a really great time. Right. Um, And that you should trust me. How dare he? How How dare dare that motherfucker? How dare he? Meanwhile, Samantha learns that her boyfriend is a real small dick. And And meantime, and meantime, we also Miranda sees Skipper. Oh, right. She writes Skipper. This party looks so fun. And the Church of Disco, just, yeah, with angels everywhere, and they're fallen. Of course, they're fallen. When <laughs> it they're, looks it, fun. It looks very fun, and she just sees Skipper as like her ticket to guilt-free sex. I don't know. I can't remember shame-free sex. Yeah, Skipper. What did you think? Okay, so if James has a small dick, it's the size of a dirk gherkin. I wonder what Skipper's is like. Ew. She keeps going back to him. It must be just serviceable. I bet it's just solid. Yeah, and he's available he's and available. likes her. available. <gasps> he likes her too much. God. So this is away, my Skipper. question. If you had a if you had a dick the size of a gherkin, wouldn't you know that you had he a really small apparently dick? Apparently doesn't know. He doesn't know. He he has no Does he clue. not know? No, because remember, okay, like in a, 
they stay together for a couple of episodes. And remember, she actually tells him and they and he's like, what? Really? <laughs> this isn't like, well, maybe. Did you ever think you just have a really large vagina? That's right. Yeah. And then they try. Yes. So he he apparently doesn't know. But I, I don't know. I think guys are pretty into their own penises. And maybe he just fell in love with it from birth. <laughs> you But <laughs> in a locker a room, if you're like changing a locker room, you wouldn't think to be like, huh. It's a micro dick. You know, maybe there's a, a um, maybe people just, maybe he found people who really love that. I'd hope so. I hope, I hope. I would love that for him. I would love that for him. I wonder yeah. how that went. So, <laughs> but that scene, I do have to say the scene when she tells the girls about this dick in the, in the stall is hilarious. It's over the top. It's melodramatic, but it's also the silliest storyline. So what she's And she's committed. Like, I like her better like this than like the moony kind of like, let me bite that Krispy Kreme. Oh, I wanted a bite of that Krispy Kreme. Thank you, James. Um, yeah, Charlotte, I too. Charlotte goes to another psychic trying to yeah. confirm what she wants, but that egg has no yolk. That was the grossest thing. Like, have you ever seen an egg with no yolk? No, but I've, I once bought some eggs from the farmer's market and every single one of them had double yolk. Every See, single one. Every That's weird. Every single one? Every single one. I always thought double yolk was the most special thing when I was a kid. I thought that was like the craziest thing, but I haven't seen yeah. it in years. Oh, that's weird though. It's good luck, I think. It's good luck, yeah. Um, and who cares about Charlotte's storyline with psychics? They tell her that she's also she's not going to get married, but they can reverse the curse for like some dollars, and she yeah. runs out into the street. What the fuck? Okay, set up the scene, the final scene. So Carrie is wearing the look. Yes, is she going to the Caribbean, and it is her outfit really inappropriate for that type of weather and climate? Is yeah, of vi- course. Is a vinyl bag the wrong choice for the beach? Yes. Yes, of course. Is it like a pearl uh, beaded full skirt, perhaps a bit inappropriate, and like red patent heels? Yes. Yes. Does, <laughs> does she, she know? And white gloves. Does she understand where she's going? No. <laughs> does she know? Does she ever looked at a map? No. So she checked the forecast. But she looks amazing and she comes out and oh Carrie. I guess Carrie. she's been in this neurotic tailspin and point blank says to Big, before we go, I need you to tell me that I'm the one. What? Carrie. Maybe he was planning to fall deeper in love with you in in the Caribbean. In St. Bart's, and then he would tell you something great there. Maybe he wanted to see if you travel well together. Maybe he, who knows what, but you can't give someone an ultimatum like this. You just can't. You can't. It's never going to go well. Like, I think that the world has changed so much since this episode. If you ever watch Love Island, one of the things that all of the contestants talk about is what their love languages are, which oh, I find yes, so sweet. That's funny. My love language, my love language, right? So at this point, Carrie Service. didn't have the knowledge to say, oh, perhaps Big's love language is gifts. And it's not words of affirmation. I see. What's gifts or is that like... Gifts, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical yes. contact. Like yes. there's a few. Yes. And and then again, maybe he also doesn't know hers. And hers of course. They're, is they're, acts of affirmation. Both... She needs a lot of verbal encouragement. Yes. She really she does. does. Like, And even if you kind of can't commit to it fully, you can still kind of play that game then a little bit. 
You know what I mean? Like, well, you could do it out of to show your love, even if it doesn't make sense to you. Well, maybe she's the one right now. Right now, you're the exactly. one, Carrie. Right now, exactly. Right <laughs> you're the right. one who I spent ten granddaughter to go yeah. to the Caribbean. Right now, yeah. So Carrie decides to go on this trip, and Which I think I take bigger offense to her not going on this trip than to than than to calling it off with Mister Bake. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. What a stupid fucking move! <laughs> it just goes to show how cheap you and I are. Like we lived as poor like yeah, artists for so long that trip. we're like, what a free, a fully paid trip? Yep, I would have done anything for a trip when I was poor. Of course, like I could, I could even not even really like this person, and I would still go. <laughs> like, oh, stupid Carrie! So stupid she, Carrie! So she freaks out. He leaves, and like, what are you gonna do? How sad. What a sad trip for him. But whatever. He's rich. I'm sure he had a great time. Well, there we are. That's it. That's end all. of season one. That's end of season one. So where do we go from here? Season two is really good. I have to say season two is amazing. Season two starts with a bang. It really does. And yeah. And I think it's... We've laid the ground for the show that we love and like the show that we really remember the iconic moments. They start to come now in season two. Like the, this season two, episode one, it's actually one of my favorites. I know. Me too. With Yankee, Yankee Joe. Ballpark, take me out to the ballpark or something yeah. it's called. Yes. Yeah. Um, so good. So we appreciate you listening to us, taking the time to hear us drop um, the F-bomb Talk about dicks, gherkins, <laughs> um, peeing. Cigarette you know. pants. <laughs> so follow us on Instagram. We're, and just like what pod. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for listening. We can't wait to start season two. Rewind with us. Bye. Bye.